DeRozan sees an opening, drives and throws it down! DeMar DeRozan with the slam! Fires, it goes off the left, and score! Oh, what a play by Duchesne! And what a catch! Oh, God! DeAndre Hopkins! You don't like that? You don't like NBA basketball! The Bot Pod with Pierce and Johnny. All right, welcome back to the Bot Pod with Pierce and Johnny, and the Super League is dead. You're right in there. Yep, it is done. The short-lived three—was it even three days? Two days? Yeah. It. Uh. Well. Like you, you had mentioned the last time we talked about it that it's been in the talks for quite some time. But the as far as getting all of the contracts and getting teams to sign off on it, it lasted three days. <laughs> but man, it was the most scary three days. Dude, yeah, literally, like people that have never heard of any of the the teams in the Super League that are that much under a rock in the sports world, we're talking about the Super League. Yeah. I mean, I assume yeah. people know, like, uh, Barcelona, probably. Be, like, the only team they would know. But, like, even those people were talking about the Super League. Yeah, it was wild. I mean, it was crazy to see how not only did the Super League have a fallout, but everybody is calling for the heads of the owners <laughs> really? of each and every one of the club. Yeah. Like Manchester United is uh, looking to sell like, their team for four billion dollars. Fire Melnick billboards in the city and stuff. Yeah, everything <laughs> is. Everyone's calling for their heads. Even this is something that's super exciting. Is that Arsenal's Croink? Uh, I don't know. If it's Croink or Chronic or whatever. But the the owner for Arsenal is also going to be selling his club most likely. Oh. And we got some really nice takers so far anyone that i would know or just like better people um i don't know if you know um arsenal legends like thierry Henry. oh yeah i know thierry Henry. yeah so thierry Henry. there's so the three best and most important players of the invincibles i don't know if you remember the why arsenal's famous it's because of their invincible year where they went undefeated they're the only team to ever do it um and so three players from that team so Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp and who's my favorite player yeah, yeah, I rem- I rem- and I Patrick Vieira and Patrick Vieira like kind of thing Yeah they're doing um they're putting in an offer with actually the Spotify founder Okay So the Spotify founder is um Spotify guy he, so he's a huge Arsenal fan and him and these three legends are all putting together an offer. I'd be dude. Up. It would be amazing. And like a like a tech Spotify guru guy. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, and just to get out of the hands of Kronk, because I, I really don't know how to pronounce his name, but I'm gonna go with Kronk. Um, because he, uh, you actually may have heard of him. He owns um the denver broncos yeah yeah okay. i know there's a lot of ties to epl and nfl owners 
Yeah, he owns a Rams. He owns a bunch. So to get and he doesn't like he doesn't live in England. He spends all his time in the States. So he did really just all he has Arsenal for is for profit. And yeah. so he doesn't he care, doesn't care the about the club. The Invincible would actually care. And it's just it's just sick. Yeah, exactly. Well, and Thierry Henry's statue is outside of the <laughs> well, yeah. place. And he already tried to make a run at being a head coach and failed miserably. Oh. So just make him an owner to keep yeah, his legacy alive. That works. So, yeah, so lots of stuff going on. But man, what a weird series of events. Apparently, apparently it's it may make a return That's in the next few years. About, like, I mean, the way the fans reacted, it'll be tough to get any legs. Yeah. Yeah, people were pissed. So it'll be interesting. Very, uh, very wild ride, though. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, in other news, it is a big week. It is the NFL draft week. I'm mm-hmm. very excited. Um, lots of smokescreen and deleted tweets already today. And did you see what uh, Kyle Shanahan said when someone asked him about uh, Jimmy Garoppolo? No. He was like, well, I don't know if any of us are going to be alive on Sunday, so I don't. How am I supposed to know Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be his starting quarterback? <laughs> Which totally sounds like he's going to kill him. Yeah, but it's it's Jeez. crazy. Um, I got some prop bets here if we want to go over, and then we're going to unveil the um NFL twenty twenty one all name team for the draft. Got some fun names. We'll go over. I'm looking nice. for on the draft. Um. I did a the one thing that did pop up uh, in recent speculations uh, is that I'm really curious about is hearing that the Patriots are going to try to trade up potentially to get Fields. Um, I think that is a very very viable option if Fields is there at number seven where Detroit is, and Detroit does not want Fields. I think we should trade back. I think yeah. it'd be very good business to trade back, get another pick for next year, or something like that, and then. Because the worst thing the Lions can do, I think, is take someone and pass on fields, right? Mm. Because then yep. we'll be the, the, the Chicago Bears to Patrick Mahomes, Mitchell Trubisky situation. Whatever right. Heck. Like if we pass on Justin Fields and he's like anything decent. I think trading yep. back, I, I'm like, it makes sense. Fields, Cam Newton, you can have the same offense and like fields is a bit better of a thrower and like younger too so it's gonna be a crazy draft very exciting stuff um but yeah or i guess also in nfl news they're doing a rule change of the jersey numbers so now um Hmm. basically to sum it up defensive backs running backs wide receivers and linebackers tight ends can wear numbers 1 to 49 and then 80 to 89 um mm. and Tom Brady is pissed off <laughs> um after the rule changes were said he was like good luck trying to block people now this is going to be terrible football and he was just pissed he's like why don't we just all wear one single color jerseys or the same number um what are your thoughts on Tom's outrage to to these? And like, what are your general thoughts on these change numbers? I mean, I don't really, 
I'm having a hard time following what Tom Brady's kind of saying here. I think he's just making ridiculous claims. <laughs> like, I don't think it's where he's coming from. Um, when okay. Tom Brady's behind the line of scrimmage and he sees Gronkowski out to his right, and um, let's say Bobby Wagner, number 54, is lined up. That's a bad example, but like a linebacker wearing number 55 is lined up against him. He's like, oh, wow, Gronk's on a linebacker. That's a good matchup. But if if Gronkowski's on number 23, Jeffrey Okuda, who's like a rookie cornerback, and he sees that number there, he's like, oh, great, Gronk's got a good matchup now. Right. So basically, I guess he's just being lazy. This is what it comes down to. Because he should just look at the other team's numbers before the game and be like, oh, okay, this linebacker's number two. I'll know not... I don't have a good matchup with Gronkowski. Whereas before, right. he'd just be like, oh, number 45 is, is a good, like, in the 40s or whatever. So that's where he's coming from. But, like, he's he's got pretty upset <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think um, I, I, I kind of get that to an extent. Um, especially, I come from playing rugby a lot. And every position, your position is your number. Um, so if you're number 10, you're fly half, you're number nine, you're scrum. If you're between 11 to 14, you're wing. Um, and so you, you typically will make plays along those lines, but at the same time, um, I guess it's a little bit easier in rugby because of how people have formations. It's pretty self-explanatory. Whereas in football, you, you got random. Yeah. yeah, So I kind of get that a little bit more actually now that you explain it. Um, but at the same time, doesn't that like training be, shouldn't that training like kind of be a part of your week in preparation for a game of understanding? Well, exactly. You who, have a whole week and like you can learn if, if Chase Young is number two. Yeah. Like it's not hard to do. Yeah. And also yeah, the, no. the argument against him too is that it's the same rules as college now, basically, where all these players are coming up from wearing those numbers anyways. So it's just because he's an old guy that doesn't want to change i feel like yeah he just he he's losing his memory a bit so he's basically basically worried he was the one that was upset and then basically every other player was like yo that's sweet let's let's photoshop me into my number that i might choose um and like oh i might bring back this and then someone on the on the uh the chiefs was like oh maybe i'll switch to 15 like in college, and then Patrick Mahomes like, okay, I guess I got to switch now too. So he posted a Photoshop of him in number five when he was in college. So <laughs> everyone's having fun, but Tom Brady's like kind of just pissed off. Yeah, I get that. The I don't know. I kind of resonate more on the lines of like you. <laughs> Just let yeah. let people wear the numbers they want to wear. Yeah, it, it it'll be it'll look weird for a year, but then it'll be fine. I feel like. Um, but yeah, also it, one thing that's the players, if if like I think Dalvin Cook said, if he wanted to change to number three, he had to pay the league a million and a half dollars. Really. To, to buy out all the jerseys that are currently in circulation as number thirty three, so that's turning some players off from doing it. I guess that makes sense. So there's that. Um, but we got the draft this week, and I have a few fun little prop bets here. Um, we were talking about Kyle Shanahan before, but third overall pick, 
We got Mac Jones is the favorite right now, minus 305. Trey Lance is in second with Whoa. plus 200, 2 to 1 odds. And then Justin Fields coming in at 10 to 1 odds for the third overall pick. Huh. I, this one confuses me. Because Trey, Trey Lance above Justin Fields? I don't know. It's it's what the it's what the, it's what Vegas it's what the books are saying, it's it's where the news is at. But I mean, Justin Fields, I feel like he's the pick here. For a third, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's a little out there. It's not what you would expect. Yeah, I also don't like. Apparently, Kyle Shanahan today in his press conference said that he likes five different players. Five different quarterbacks at number three overall. Oh, I don't understand that when two good ones will already be off the board, but we'll see how that goes. Um, and then we got first non-quarterback selected. Kyle Pitts is the favorite at minus one fifty. Jamar Chase at plus two fifty, and Penny Sue at plus five hundred. Okay. You got the Falcons at four, who also have been in Julio Jones' trade rumor today. It could be a good fit here, man. Nice little Julio replacement, or just pair him up. Do you think, um, would they keep Hurst if they went with Pitts? Yeah, they just do two tight end. They traded for Hurst, who was like a second round. Second or third round pick for trade. He, they'd keep him. Kyle Pitts is basically a receiver. Like you, yeah. you don't need to do much. Like he'll be two tight end set, a tight end, and then in non tight two tight end set, he'll be a receiver. Like okay. you'd rather have him in the slot than like Russell Gage, I feel like. Right. Um but yeah, the only wrench that could get thrown into this one is if the Falcons trade out of pick number four too, like the Patriots, like you were saying. And then the Bengals are up with Pitts, Chase, and Sewell on the board. And they like, maybe they like Chase because um, he's friends with Burrow, or they go for pass protection in Sewell. So that'd be the, the wrench there that could throw up that, that bet. Um, and then the other one I have written down here is Kyle Pitts over under five and a half draft position. Hmm. So basically, it's the same, same situation, which honestly. Taking the over might be a good play. Yeah, it really if, could be. If you think that someone's going to trade with the Falcons. Right. But if not, if you think the Falcons need the Kyle Pitts, you go for the under because they're not all easy cash. Yeah, that's tough. We'll have yeah. to see what happens with Julio. Yeah, Julio, I think they said that it has to get traded after the draft because of the cap situation. But mm. with that in the back of their mind, like teams might... I don't know if they'll do like a handshake deal at the draft of like, we'll get you this player if Julio can come to our team post June 1st or whatever. The, I think June 1st is the cap day or whatever, but yeah. All right. And then last one here, I have wide receivers taken in the first round over or under four and a half. And I think over four and a half is probably the way to go here. I was going to say over as well. Because Chase, Waddle, Smith seem like a lock. All basically around the top 10, 15. 
and then you just need like two more to go in the second half. In our mock draft, I think there was four. I, yeah, let's let's check our mock draft. I think because we had a our mock draft ended off with a run on uh, tackles, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and um, I totally but... should have taken a taken a wide receiver for Mahomes. Yeah, because well, I, I don't know if that would have made it five or if that would have made it four. Well, and and here's the thing. Now we well, this is a perfect tie-in. Um, the Chiefs just traded for a uh, a tackle in Orlando Brown. So now the Ravens have that pick. So they have two picks in the first, and the Ravens are also a team that needs a wide receiver too. We have one, two, three. Four. Yeah, we had four. So Chase to the Bengals, Jalen Waddle to the Lions. That's probably not gonna happen. Devontae Smith to the Eagles, and then Elijah Moore to the Packers. Hmm. So if if the Ravens, I think I think the Ravens could use one more wide receiver to kind of complement their room. So going going over four and a half, not a bad shout, not a bad shout for sure. We had a yeah, that one's tackles. that one's tight. Yeah, that one. Four and a half does make it tight, but. I'd probably take the over. I'd probably take the over too, just because wide receivers it's a good group. Um, going into the last football NFL segment, we got the all name team for the twenty twenty one NFL draft. We need we I have some guys locked in. I have some nominees we need to figure out. Um, but for the quarterback spot, I have two nominees. I have Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. The Lance kind of pulled him up there. And then uh, Felipe Franks coming out of Arkansas. Who who, who are you voting for in that one? You got Felipe the, Franks. You got the alliteration Felipe? Yeah, yeah. Felipe's a great name. Yeah. Um, And then... I'm all about the alliteration. That's a sick... Yeah, he's, that's a sick name. Quarterback out of Arkansas. He'll probably be like day three guy, most likely. Um, Running back? We got three nominees... I was thinking for one spot here. Um, Chuba Hubbard, running back out of Oklahoma State. Trey Sermon, Ohio State. Or Puka Williams Jr. out of Kansas. I like Chuba. Chuba Hubbard, he, I like him too. He's a Canadian boy too, so we'll give him the nod. Um, And now let's see what I have here. I have one, two, three. I have four wide receivers for two spots. Hmm. So, I'll, I'll give them to you. We got Amon Ross St. Brown out of USC. We have Tutu Atwell, Louisville. We have Wop Fillier out of Indiana and Simi Fahoko out of Stanford. Wop has to be in Wop there. Fillier, man. That's a name, bro. That is a name. <laughs> Whoever um, can whop on the outside wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, that's like a clean sweep out of those four. Wow. Um, so we got three down to Simi, Simi Fahoko, Tutu Atwell, Amonra, St. Brown. I think I'm going with Amonra. I like Amonra too. You got the. I'm pretty sure he's named after um, the Egyptian god Ra, I think, or something like that. Ooh. Um, but uh, have you heard about the, the St. Brown kids? 
They're no. basically like the Ball Brothers of. They're trying to be the Ball Brothers of football. They had like a HBO documentary when Amonra was in like high school. Really, um, the oldest brother plays for um the Green Bay Packers, Equinemius St. Brown. Um, and okay. then Amonra is coming in. Uh, he's coming in this this draft, and then I think I believe they have a younger brother. Um, who uh. Osiris is his name. Jeez. <laughs> so, Equinemius Osiris. So Osiris is a shoe in for the all name team if he makes it there in whatever is 2022, 2023. Um, but yeah, I know I like that. Amonaron Wap taking the spots for the wild wide receivers. Um Tommy Tremble is the tight end. Um, that's the only one that I had. <laughs> I mean, okay. Kyle Pitts is a sick name, but like Tommy Tremble, alliteration and Tremble, this is yep. a sick name. Um, and then offensive tackle, I have two for one spot, I guess, or if we could just keep, we want to keep them both. But Penny Sewell, everyone's heard his name a lot, so I don't know if that like kind of whatever depreciates his name. And then Elijah Vera Tucker, but Elijah spelled with an A, so that's kind of sick. That's why I went for offensive tackle. You have, do you have a preference there? Both, both deserving, or what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, like, I guess it could bring down the value, but I still gotta go with Penny Sewell. Yeah, I love that name. And Penny for your thoughts or something like that. Like I saw, yeah, some, that's that's sick. Um, and then interior interior offensive line, we got Creed Humphrey out of Oklahoma, and then Quinn Miners out of Wisconsin Whitewater. That one's tough. That's a tough one. Creed is a sick first name. What a Creed, Creed is so sick. And then Miners. That's the only really. I probably got to go to Creed, man. I got to go with Creed I too. Go with Creed. Yeah. Um, and then for the two, these ones are sick. The two cornerback slots. Um, there's no nominees here. There's only two really good names, but there is Ayafedi Melifonwu out of Syracuse. And Rashad Wild Goose out of Wisconsin. Yo, know, it's gotta be Wild Goose. Yeah, bro. I mean, the there's first two slots. Is... There are two slots for both these guys, but Wild Goose, that's CB one for sure. Yeah, I I Fiatu. That's yeah, I I Fiatu Melifonwu. I didn't. Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong, but he's he's gonna be actually a good player. Nice. And Wild Goose will be decent. But... Um, and then safety. I only had one spot. Everyone's everyone's name and safety was so like like kind of boring <laughs> so we just have uh trayvon moreg um he's a safety out of tcu probably be a day one like the other guy's name was like richie grant and like andre cisco like i don't know yeah trayvon moreg is solid um and then i got three linebackers for two linebacker spots um, first off, Jeremiah Wusu Kormoa out of North Dakota. That's a good name. Chaz Surratt out of UNC. And then Tuff Borland out of Ohio State. Oh, man. That's, that's some heat in the linebacking names, though, hey? That is so good. <laughs> Tuff Borland? Your linebacker name's Tuff Borland, bro? Dude, as soon as you said Awusu, I was like, it's got to be. And then after that, hearing yeah, those next two, two oh. Solid, bro. Yo, oh! <laughs> I, 
Okay, okay, okay. Okay, you go, you go. Okay, so I think I got to go with... I think I got to go with Owusu and Chaz Surratt. I love Tough. I love it, but Borland isn't my favorite. Yeah, Borland kind of really drops the ball. And then Jeremiah, you got the you got the ties to the prophet too. So yeah, we'll go Chaz and Jeremiah, Usu Kormo, JOK also sick, like yeah, that's letter, fire letter JOK or like you can go right by like the Joker or something like that. Even yeah, yeah, yeah. Joker. Um, and then we got two edge spots. I got four. I got four um, nominees here. I got Quiddy Pay, Michigan, Aziz Ojulari, Georgia. I got Boogie Basham, Wake Forest, and then Deo Odeyengbo, Vanderbilt. Uh, Boogie Basham for sure. Boogie Basham first ballot, first ballot for sure. And then I think I think I like Quiddy. Quiddy Pay. I like that too. Kinda... You can you can do like a play, pay on play on like pain or like play a yeah or like he's like do some sort of money bag thing with him. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one, interior defensive line, two nominees for one spot, Levi on Wunzerike, Washington, and then Osa Odigizua. Yo, it's such a (laughs) toss-up. It's kind of similar, obviously similar vibes, the O with the Z in the name. I don't know. What are you thinking? Odigizua is kind of fun to say. Yeah. Owunzarike is also fun to say. I think I, I like going o- Osa. We 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 had this whole alliteration thing. We I think we got to keep Osa. I think we got to keep it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. All right. So the final all name team. Honestly, some heat, some heat, some heat. We got Felipe Franks quarterback in the squad. Chuba Hubbard getting the running back spot. We got. The Egyptian god, Amon Ross St. Brown, WAP failure. Uh, we got Tommy Tremble. We got Penny Sewell, Creed Humphrey, Iafede Milifonwu, Rashad Wildgoose, Trayvon Morag, JOK, Chaz Surratt, Quiddy Pay, Boogie Basham, and Osa Odigizua. That is fun to say when you're going yep. fast. Um, yeah, there you have it. The 2021 all name team. Look out I still. That. I'm still putting the the captain's arm in on WAP. Yeah, WAP WAP failure, man. Yeah, that's you absolutely think that's a made up name. They yeah. Do, <laughs> well, like a lot of these are like obviously more ethnic or out there names, but like WAP failure, like you, like bro, you're a joke. Like, yeah, that's, that's not a for real sure name. my player career mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Auto generated name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the randomizer. But like the most annoying times when you're making a player is you have to match the name with one of their pre Oh yeah, that's uh, the named how, how have games not figure that out. Honestly. Like we have that Siri is so that annoying. can like like pronounce anything you type in. Dude, it's so frustrating. There's never gonna be a Fulford and there's never gonna be a Johnny. It's always John every time. Yeah, and that's kind of like that's not the vibe we're getting with, with Johnny. Like it's just a totally different name. Totally different name. Yeah, my name yeah. has never been in any game. Yeah, I, I didn't think, think so. Name either. Dresser, no, never. I doubt it. I always go to my default. I just do Datsuk. <laughs> Even when I put Pierce Dresser in there, I just put Datsuk. <laughs> That's my 
Nice. That's silky. But uh, yeah, let's um, we talked about JOK being the Joker, but we're going into NBA. And Ooh, nice, nice dude, transition. I tried, I tried. It was rough, but I tried. I like it. But we're gonna do a bit of a NBA and NHL straight up. Not a lot of like news stuff. We're just kind of grinding to the playoffs. To be honest, that's where I'm at. We're gonna yep. do MVP talk for NBA and then playoff talk for hockey, and then maybe we'll switch it up next week. And I like vice it. Vice versa, a little vice Kay. versa. Um, but I was on record. I'm pretty sure saying LeBron James was the MVP before he got injured. I feel like I'm allowed to change now, but it's a uh, it's been a race between Jokic, the Joker, as of late, and Joel Embiid, um, but we have a couple guys kind of coming up into the into the mix. Um, yeah, take it away. Who who do you who's your guy? That's your dark horse MVP guy. Well, Curry is making a name for himself. Yeah. Um, like easily is in the consideration. The obviously, as everyone would point out, that MVP you look at consistency. And what Curry has been doing recently is out of this world. Like, there's nothing... Absolute tear. There's consistency in this tear, but not necessarily reflective of the season. But what I hate when people mention that is, like, Curry was still doing so good before this tear. Mm -hmm. It's just that it wasn't MVP caliber. And, like... Just because he wasn't have MVP caliber at the start doesn't mean he hasn't made yeah. up for it. So the he's only, definitely in there. The only devil's advocate I would play is they are fighting for a spot in the playoff tournament, play-in tournament. Yep. And so a lot of times MVPs are usually on playoff teams, and they're in ninth right now. So that's the only devil's advocate where – Someone's like, oh, he's definitely not an MVP. He's definitely not on a top three, four team in his conference. So that's when it comes down to like Taylor Hall, right? But yes, you're totally correct. And if he was not there, they would be, there's not even 17 teams in their conference. They'd be 17th. If yeah. He was not and, it, and that's the thing is like, if, if they make playoffs, he's, he could definitely win the MVP. Dude, how dangerous would you feel as Utah Jazz going up against the Warriors in the first round or something like that? Oh, man. Like they squeak into the eighth seed and you're without, or even like, I guess Denver would never really play them. Um, but like, or even like Phoenix Suns, like a little bit more of a, a younger team. Obviously, Chris Paul's there, but like, against Steve Kerr and Steph Curry and Draymond Green in the seven-game series. That's scary. It is. Very scary. Absolutely. One game that I do think is a dart, I don't think winning is is kind of out of it, but um, Julius Randle is carrying Mm. the New York Knicks right now, and I do think he'll get some MVP votes um, because I think the voters go all the way to fifth place. Um, Yeah. So he he could be... He'd easily be around that that fourth, fifth place, um, for votes. He he's putting on a tear, and the Knicks are doing so well right now. 
Yeah, because kind of how I see it right now, I have right now I have Jokic still in first. It's, it's Jokic's thing to lose. It's Jokic and Embiid right now going head to head. Yeah. Um, that's like where I've been flip flopping the past three weeks. It's my, like I don't even know yeah, now. My take though, the only knock on Embiid is just because he got injured for two weeks or three weeks. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. If he was full healthy, like it. Embiid would be running away with this. Yeah, in my opinion. No, for sure. Um. The other, like... It's also really funny. Everyone's just, like, out on Giannis, even though he's doing the same thing he's done every single season. <laughs> yeah, I would keep... I would actually... Here's the thing. So, my top five, if I'm doing top five, it's Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, um, Curry, and then... Braun or low, Randall? Low-key. Actually, no, I can't put him that high. Um, I'd probably put... Uh, LeBron injury is just too long. Yeah, I would probably put. Uh, I don't know if my bias is getting into this because I kind of like Dame there. Dude, Dame too. I could have Dame there, and then I have Julius and Chris Paul just outside, because Chris Paul, what he did. Chris like Paul's what Phoenix needed second team all NBA for even maybe first team. Yeah. He's got to be in. No, he's got to be second though. Like he, he made that Phoenix team. Yeah. <laughs> like they already had the pieces, but getting Chris Paul was the glue that they needed. Yeah. And that needs to be considered. Like he needs to be recognized for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I'd go Randall at five. Yeah. And the same same as the way. And then James Harden at six. Yeah, okay. But he's he's James Harden probably is gonna get zero votes just based on <laughs> how we <he> got treated. <laughs> yeah, I would not and be he's surprised. Also, he's also injured right now too, so he's probably not gonna get any well, if he doesn't play for the rest of the season or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's a two horse race and then like you know when they're like in the two horse race and like you can see like a nose of a horse at the left side of the frame? Yeah. Like that's kind of where we're at right now. The left nose being like Curry and Giannis. Yeah. But this is and then Randall just there. behind yeah, making Randall the just behind most the random they, appearance. Yeah, if they do like a, a wide shot, like they'll all be in there, but like it's it's really like a zoomed in two horse race down the stretch. And good on the Knicks. I'm happy for them. Dude, it's New York is is bumping right now, man. Yeah, they're gassed. What, they won 9 in a row? They're on 7 to win 8 in a row. But they've covered the spread like 10 games in a row. No, they've won 9 in a row. Wait, really? Yeah. They won Yeah, nine I saw in that I saw that today and they were projecting whether or not they could make it to 10. Uh because someone got 10 at the start of this year. I forget who it was well they're up three points on the suns right now yeah i know this is gonna be this is such a good game yeah it'll be yeah man yeah i think we'll, we gotta definitely do a playoff overview next week yeah because next week will be like a week out of the play on game so we'll like there's only one team clinched a spot right now which is utah but hopefully mm. by next week a couple more guys will have clinched spots yep um but yeah yeah shall we move into hockey 
Get some hockey playoff talk going. Okay. So, Ottawa is still in it. Ottawa is still in it. <laughs> Technically. Wait, actually, we lost though. So we're kind of basically mathematically eliminated. And but we're up two one. On, Wait, um, are you mathematically eliminated? Not mathematically, but like we need a You're... lot of help. That's like basically yeah. impossible. <laughs> yeah. But there's yeah, you're saying there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about the North Division though, because this is so hard to predict with Vancouver only having played 41 games so far. So true. Who do you think is going to be squeezing in to that fourth spot? I think that Montreal is going to squeeze into it, but they're not going to be happy about it. Hmm. They're going to like just literally like play a bunch of games to not lose or to not, yeah, not to lose instead of playing games to win. And they're going to be sitting there with, with Nick Felino and Joe Thornton and Jason Spezza staring in their face around one and just get just molly wop filliard at at that freaking round (laughs) yeah i think um i think you're i think you're right especially with montreal winning tonight against calgary that is huge yeah that will be a that puts it at a six point difference i see montreal gonna be getting that spot calgary's already too shaky it started at like yeah it started at 6 30 i think yeah. Early. It was actually Cole Caulfield's uh, debut, hey? Yeah. I don't think he really did anything. Four shots on net, 15 minutes. He did nothing. Hey. At least he's getting some shots on. But he wasn't a minus. So he wasn't he did, a minus. He did something. Not too shabby. Yeah, I think Montreal locks at that spot and then... Is there any going to be any like order change? You think Nikolai Ehlers out? That hardly matters though, because they're going to play each other anyways. Just home mid. Yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter at all. I think I definitely think I can could squeak that. I think they're um, two games in hand, right? So yeah, but yeah. No tonight's going to be a big game uh, between the two. Yeah, and they have Leafs got not, first have... locked for sure. Yeah, yeah, we don't need. That's not even a question. Yeah. Okay, shall we go to the, what is it called even now? Is it like the, my app let's just call it the uh, East. Yeah, my app doesn't have the sponsors in there. Yeah, I was like Mass Mutual, no thanks. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the East. No one's clinched yet in the East, which is crazy. Yeah. Um. So I have a take. I think I think the Rangers are going to pass Boston. Even though Boston has two games in hand and are up four points. Really? I've, it's a long shot, but... It's a long shot, but I've... I've bet on the Rangers a lot, and I really like them. And Shishurkin, I've watched a lot of their games because I'm betting on them, and it's not Shishurkin's fault. Yeah. Um. They just haven't had a lot of run support, or the run support's just a little too late in the game. Yeah. But well, uh, and I'm, Boston I'm, I'm, is I, losing I'm games. To ba- yeah. 
Yeah, the, what they lose like five to one or something, right? Yeah, like they just keep dropping random games. They couldn't score against Jari, who got peppered by New Jersey. And it's like, I, I don't know what to make of Boston right now. Yeah, and the, they have two games. They close out their schedule very tough. Rangers, well, like they Rangers, do. Islanders, Capitals. They do have a good amount of Buffalo games coming up. Yeah. Like so said, Buffalo's playing hard. A lot of guys on Buffalo are honestly kind of playing for jobs right now and for money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like Sam Reinhardt's going off. Yeah. And he's on contract here. So um, hey, we like it's a it's I think there's a really low chance the Rangers pass him, but I'm putting my bets on it. Yeah, I'm you say you're saying it's like a low chance, but a low chance that you'd like to happen. That you you, know, yes. you could see happening, not like a low chance Ottawa where you're never gonna see it happening. Maybe, yeah, or even like yeah. A Vancouver, where it's like yeah, no, it definitely could. Yeah, okay. You would like for them to be one. We'll see what they do. I also think the Islanders will pass Washington, but that doesn't really matter. Those two spots. Yeah. You do you think Washington passes Pittsburgh? No, I think it finishes Pittsburgh Islanders, Washington Rangers. Man, that's a division. If if it's if it is Boston, yeah, because Boston just needs to get in, and then there'll be a wagon. Yeah, I feel like because they're having a lot of guys come off injuries, if I remember correctly. Hmm. Yeah. 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 They they are. Carlo. They're just playing good defense now. Yeah, they have two good defensemen coming off injury, so they just need to survive to that. How about the Central? Central division, man. I want the freaking Dallas Stars in there, bro. <laughs> I want Nashville in there. I'll allow Nashville to be in there, but I basically want the Dallas Stars versus Tampa Bay Predators, or Tampa Bay Lightning matchup. That's what I'm still cheering for. Yeah. The um I feel like the uh I look at I'm looking at the Central and the West, and the top three teams on both of those are just so dominant. Yeah. It's crazy. Which is kind of what we thought for the West. Yeah. But the Central we thought was gonna be a little bit like more even than we than it is right now. Yeah. Well, at least with the five teams. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. We definitely thought it was going to be a lot more even. But I guess the, uh, the, the Stars just got riddled with injuries. Yeah, exactly. We I was shocked that Chicago put as much of a fight. They yeah, honestly could have made it they if they didn't. They were in it for way more than I thought, definitely. 100%. Like a, like a solid two months more than I thought they were going to be in it. Yeah, especially just being out Taves. I was like, this is not going to go well. And then they lost Dak World Juniors. I'm like, yeah, this team is going to be a dumpster fire. But then somehow made it work. Um, do you see any changes between one and three? Um, Tampa passing Florida. That's okay. The only thing I could see. Yeah, I can see that too. With Carolina's two games in hand, and they're they're just they're just on a tear too with. Their goaltending is great. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nadal Djokovic is playing insane. Like Mrazic's still injured, which sucks. But 
Uh, Florida's also dealing with some injuries all the time. Like yeah. Hornquist is out today. Obviously, they lost ever since they lost Ekblad. They Ekblad have been. It'll just be a slow decline, not like anything like major. Like they've plugged it up pretty good at the depth yeah. with Montour, but. Yeah, I know Drieger is slowing down quite a bit. He was super hot for a bit. Now he's been doing... But also, does Tampa... Is Stammer... Yeah, Stammer's out long-term, so... Yeah. There's no projection of when he's going to be back. But, like, they're just so well-run and coached. And... Yeah, no, I see them getting second. And Vasilevsky, like... Yeah. Okay. How about the West? Man, I can I? We gotta give it. We gotta give a shout out to the wild. Shout out to the wild, man. Freaking, I hate whatever his name is for this year. Who, Krill? Krill, yeah. Just because, <laughs> uh, the all like you know, that would have been sick. Um, yeah, but uh, and shout outs to the wild, bro. They. Are playing such good hockey. Yeah. Krill is just literally a beast. Yeah. Yeah, he's insane. Their depth is crazy. Like, Fiala is putting up point per game this past month, and he's playing third line. I don't... Like, they're... They're so balanced. They got such good young guys, too. Talbot Kakinen in the net, man. Yeah, Talbot is killing it. It would be a lot worse, but, like, playing well. Yeah, like Kakinen's doing great, but like Talbot just came out of nowhere and yeah. became an like easily a starter mm-hmm. tendy. It's just weird. Um but as far as squeaking into the fourth, I like in my opinion, it's like eighty percent chance going to the blues. Eighty, hey? Yeah. They're cream in Colorado tonight. Um they're getting in the rhythm. Hoffman's doing better. Like I feel like they're they're for sure gonna get it. Arizona has too many questions. They've always had so many questions yeah. about them. And the eight goaltending for Arizona. Not, not top tier. Yeah. Well that's that that's all the teams. I'm pumped for playoffs, though. Yeah. I think we went over this last week, but both our predictions are still in for the Cup. Yeah, Colorado and the Leafs. And are looking good. We could have a Colorado Leafs Cup final. That would be crazy. It's funny because both teams are, like, the lowest-hitting teams in the league. Yeah. (laughs) So it would be fun to see some scrap come from them. Yeah, they're so fast and just have such good puck possession. So, I would love to see that. Yeah. Colorado's just so young, man. They're so good. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. teams are freaking wagons right now. Yeah. Well, I think that's all our sports. That's all we got for today. A little bit of a shorter one there, but let's get into our favorite segment. Ah! Bye!
righty. Beats Boston Beauties. Let's get to it. What do you want? Yes, sir. Um, what do I want to do first? I'm gonna start with a beauty. Um, it's gonna go out to Arsenal. Um, yeah, they uh, over the past like three days, like well, I guess even dating back to the week. So pulling out of Super League, proud of them. Um, proud father right here. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the Premier League have started to kind of uh, induct players into a brand new Hall of Fame. Oh, a new Hall of Fame? Well, they, they never had one. Oh. They've just been alum and legends, and but now they have Hall of Famers. And so the and first two... To do to catch up, hey? Yeah, so the first two inaugural inductees to the Premier League Hall of Fame were Alan Shearer, who's... He's got the goal records. He's he's done everything. Um, and then you got Thierry Henry. So super proud of Thierry Henry. Also with Arsenal, hearing about the, the talks of Spotify and these invincible legends coming into potentially the new the new owners. That's that's huge. And then we also, after like a year of speculation, uh, we have this amazing youngster in our academy. Uh, his name is Florin Balogun. And we've been waiting for him to sign a contract forever, but he hasn't been. And we all thought we were going to lose him, but he finally signed a contract today for a long term. Oh. So, tons of good stuff looking he's for. Like uh, G. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a beast up front. So. Yeah, big ups to the to the gunners. The gunners. Big beauty. The gunner nation. Yes, sir. Um, beauty for me is draft week. I think I said that last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said you said it the past month. <laughs> We're a month away. Three weeks away. So Two weeks excited. away. I'm just so excited. Um Yeah. But I'm also like kinda nervous. I feel like the Lions are just going to freaking just make me have a bad weekend. Yeah. But, yeah. Also, it. Beauty UFC. I freaking had just a great time on the weekend watching UFC. Oh, nice. Just a beautiful card at the last few fights. The last four fights. You see that guy break his leg? Oh, that was disgusting. It was like the worst thing about it was that he didn't even notice until he stepped back onto it. Yeah. Well, and it's it's um it's ironic. There was kind of irony to it too because you know you know Anderson Silva? Yep. Um he did the exact same thing to that guy where Anderson Silva broke his leg on that guy's block kick. Oh, no way. So it was like everyone's going crazy about that. But yeah, UFC great. Dana White's doing a great job. The state of UFC is just way better than the state of boxing. Yep. And honestly, if, if NHL, MLB doesn't put their stuff together, bro, UFC, man, watch out. Honestly. Yeah, 100%. We'll go to uh, bot next. So my bot 
was going to be um we just got put in lockdown for another month so that just kind of blows um Ooh. but that's not my bots this is something that happened worse to me today um so on my way in i usually have like about 20 to 25 minute commute and it turned into an hour commute both ways because they just put like pylons out and like i take like a like it's like a 10 minute highway it's like a three lane like road and they turned into one lane both ways uh. construction but no one was doing construction <laughs> Like, it's just, there are no tools, no, like, trucks or anything. It's just blocked off. So just for no Dang. reason, I was just pissed. So me and Matt just, like, sat here, like, after work, and, like, we both drove, like, downtown, and we were just, like, pissed off. <laughs> There's no one there. Yeah, that's then, horrible. I guess the bot goes to, so I'm sitting at this light, right? And, um, you know the situation where there's traffic on the other side of the intersection? Um, so yep. you don't want to go too early and be that guy that blocks off traffic. Yep. Um, so this guy is like honking at this guy in front of him, like, go ahead. He's like trying to like honk and be like, there's room in front of you. And like, this is to my right side of my lane here. So I'm like watching this exchange happen. So this guy that was honking just guns it while it turns yellow. I sit back and stay on my side because I don't want to be that guy. And mind you, this intersection is Portage Avenue. Like literally a very like the second most populous street in winnipeg portage avenue <laughs> so this guy he proceeds to block off two of the three lanes of traffic coming the other way on portage avenue we got a bus lineup of six buses blocked off by this guy <laughs> bro i kid you not he's there for the entire light cycle <laughs> So it That's turns crazy. green, and then I take my shot. I'm on the left side of him, and I just like go look at, look at him on the side, and I'm like, dude, you really just messed that up so hard. <laughs> like, you just, you just doubled the traffic jam a, an entire different direction it wasn't even going to. <laughs> so that's my bot. Yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> that's rough. Um, my bot, um. Did I share my car issue last week? The I don't car, know if I did. The car issue. No, you shared a car mm. issue before, but I yeah, what last week's bot was. Yeah, me too. Um, I forget mine. Too, but, so. I had two bots. Um, if I didn't had mentioned this already, uh, one quick one is uh, being married and sleeping on a double bed is tough. Uh, at least for me, because I like to have space. And so my uh, my landlords are selling their place. So they're doing showings for the next two weeks. So we had to come to the in-laws and uh, sleeping on a double man is tough. Um, but that's a quick one. The other bot, so my car issue. Um, I So I, I have grace for this, but... Um, so I was driving and I started to hear like massive rattling and I was like, okay, this is not sound good. Definitely really scared to keep going. Um, and it sucked cause I was going to go see my, um, nephew for his third, third birthday. Um, and so we pulled over and then I called CAA love CAA. Um, and I got like a membership with them and it's just so clean, but, um, I call them, they said no problem. They're going to come. 
and take a look quick. And the guy that comes, he doesn't speak English. Oh, no. Doesn't speak a lip of it. And like again, I have grace for him, and I'm glad that he, like he has a job and stuff. But like, if you're doing a job where you need me to explain to him what the issue is, mm-hmm. and he can't, he doesn't understand it. He literally like he just lifted my car with a jack and then started to spin the wheel, and he's like, "It's fine, fine, fine." Oh, and I'm like, "Oh no." Yeah, so I was like, "Okay, get in the passenger seat and let's go for a drive down the block." And you'll hear the noise. And then he hears the noise. And then I'm like, he's like, okay, okay. And then we pull back into this little area where I was parked. And he gets out, puts on the jack again, starts spinning it. Fine, fine. Oh, man. I'm like, dude, what am I supposed to do? And then he's like, drive slow, slow, slow. And I'm like, do I get it fixed? Do I? So super annoying. But then um, I ended up after like scouring through the bottom just like being like a little lizard crawling underneath i found where the issue was and it was the suspension uh it wasn't it was no longer connected like the the coupler that connected to the car had actually like blown off and so yeah so i'm glad it wasn't the spring or i'm glad it wasn't the suspension it was just the thing that connects it to the car so uh, I just kept on having metal smash metal the whole time and it just wasn't absorbing like my shocks and everything. So uh, it was a quick fix when I took it to my mechanic. But yeah, car issues are just a buy. And especially when, especially when you have someone that's coming to like an emergency situation, yeah. not really emergency, but like, dude, I, like I need to know if I can drive or not. You pay for, right? Yeah. And I don't even know if I can drive Safety, or not. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was just a little bit of annoying. But um all right, beat. I listened to Kid Chicken, by the way. Good song, hey? It's really good. <laughs> like <laughs> super funny. I was not expecting it to be that funny. Um it has like a TMG kind of vibe, I feel like. Exactly. Yeah. Um and I also been listening to UK Grime quite a bit. Dude, UK it's Going to home it, and watch some Chelsea. Oh, boy, yeah. yeah, it's hard. I love it. Um, as far as my beat, I've been listening to so many random stuff. Um, I'm gonna give it to uh, DVSN. I don't know if you know them. DVSN sounds familiar. Yeah, so they have a album "Amuse in Her Feelings," and it brings me back to the days when. Um, I loved music because of how the album was put together. So it's it's so beautifully put together. The music, the flow of it, the verses, everything in the album as a whole makes it good. Not just individual songs and not just singles and hits and stuff, but the album is literally just like a piece of it art. Flows so. in, oh, that was the best. Yeah. My beauty go or my beat goes to levitating this song by Dua Lipa and the baby nice that's my song right now it's the babies i like the baby very nice but uh yeah that very is, good very good that is the episode guess we'll catch you guys next week yes sir All right. 
Bye for now. Bye. Peace. Peace.